1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I always wondered
2: why we moved around so much. I was only 18 and we had moved six times already. I have lived in India, Nigeria, Japan, and so many cities in the U.S. People thought I was special because of this, but I didn't. I just wanted to grow up in one town. One day... I was on my way to Target to get some groceries when I saw two men arguing in front of me. I wondered why they were arguing so early in the morning. As I inched closer to them, I realized that they weren't actually arguing. An elderly man, who looked like he was in his 60s, was trying to communicate with a cab driver. He was asking him where the closest restaurant was. He said he needed to eat as soon as possible because he was starving. He hadn't eaten the previous day because no one around there understood what he was saying and he couldn't take it anymore. He started rubbing his stomach and describing somebody eating with his hands and mouth. The cab driver smiled and brought out a dollar from his cab, saying,
3: I'm sorry, but this is all I have to spare. Go sort yourself out.
2: The old man threw the dollar at him and stormed off, grunting swear words. I quickly ran to him and told him where he could find different restaurants. I even wrote their addresses on a piece of paper and handed it to him. I gave him my number and told him to call me if he ever needed any help.
3: Oh, little girl.
2: He smiled widely. God bless
3: you. Mixed breed you are. Parents are Spanish.
2: I couldn't understand why he asked that, so I just shook my head and started leaving. He stopped me, gave me $500, and thanked me again. I was extremely confused, but I took the money anyway. Who would turn down $500? Not me. As I was throwing my groceries into a cart at Target, a realization struck me. Wait a minute, I said to myself. I was speaking Spanish with that man? How is that possible? I quickly rounded up my shopping and rushed home to tell my parents what happened. My mom simply smiled when I told her and said,
4: You were born in New York. We spent a month in New York and another month in Barcelona before moving to the Bahamas, where we subsequently stayed for almost three years. You must have picked up Spanish during our short stint at Barcelona.
2: As a month old child? I asked, shocked.
4: Of course. This is quite common for people in our family. We're not like other people. We're gifted.
2: It was weird how she said people in our family because they made it clear that I had no uncles or aunties. So who were these people in our family? I guess this also means that we've moved more often than I initially thought, right? Yes, my mom answered. And that was the end of our discussion. I knew there was something very different about my family, but this year, I was about to realize just how different we were. And it was going to be astounding. Hello, my name is Elizabeth, but you can call me Lizzie because that is what all my close pals call me. Before we go on, please hit the like button, subscribe to our channel if you haven't already, and turn on post notifications. This is so I know that I can trust you. I'm sharing sensitive information with you in this story, so I need to trust you. Or else. Ever since I turned 18, crazy things have been happening to me. I understand almost every language I hear now. I can stay underwater for hours without coming up to grasp for air. And I run at an inhuman speed. This year has been the best year of my life too. I've made a ton of new friends and this town just feels more like home than any other. So imagine my surprise when my parents told me it was time to leave.
4: What? I screamed, shocked. We have overstayed here and people are starting to notice us. All your gifts are bubbling to the surface and very soon, all your friends will notice that you have an unquantifiable number of gifts because these gifts are only going to keep increasing. We've never stayed in a town for this long and things will start going wrong soon. How? Mom, tell me. You never tell me anything, I screamed. Yes, baby, you're right, and I'm sorry about that. I didn't tell you about our family because you were too young, but you're old enough now, and I'm going to give you answers to every single question you have once we arrive at our new city.
2: Okay, I sighed, but I have to ask you a favor first. What is it? My dad replied this time, with a very kind look on his face. Well, my former high school is going on an excursion, and they want us recent graduates to coordinate it. It's going to be amazing, Dad. And what's more, they will be paying us $20 per hour for our hard work.
3: Sounds like an okay idea. Dad smiled. Where will this excursion be?
2: New Princeton, I screamed with joy. Mom and Dad looked at each other like someone just died. Then Mom (laughs) fell on the floor and started crying.
4: I knew it. I knew they were close. She is close. We're dead. We're all gonna die.
3: We're not gonna die, my love.
4: My dad picked Mom up off the floor.
3: I'm sorry, baby, but the last place we should be in if we like our lives is New Princeton. We will be leaving by 5 a.m. tomorrow morning.
2: But, Dad, the school is leaving for the excursion by 5.15 a.m. If we leave so early, I won't even be able to tell them goodbye.
3: I'm sorry, baby. It's late. Now go to bed.
2: Dad ordered as he lifted Mom onto his shoulders and walked into their bedroom. I tossed and turned as I lay in bed. I couldn't go to sleep. My parents were trying to rid me of the only good life I had ever had simply due to their own selfishness. I would probably never see my best friends ever again, and they didn't even care. All they wanted me to do was to pack my bags and run away with them. They didn't care about my feelings, so I couldn't care about theirs. I arranged all the things I needed for the excursion in my school bag, called one of my besties, Rosemary, and told her that I was coming to her place. I tiptoed out of the house, then locked all the doors and windows from the outside so my parents wouldn't be able to come out for a while. I climbed the fence and ran to Rosemary's. When I got there, I told her how my parents wanted to stop me from going on the excursion, which was the highlight of every high school graduate's life in this town, and she screamed, There's no way we're gonna let that happen! And that was it. The next morning, we joined the school bus and left for New Princeton. We all sang and danced in the bus, and I felt overjoyed. I had no idea just how much danger I was about to poke myself in. I knew my parents would be mad at me, but we could discuss my punishment after the excursion. New Princeton was beautiful. It was a small town with only one way in and one way out. According to our tour guide, New Princeton was the oldest city in the country and perhaps the world. It had historical buildings that you couldn't find elsewhere and every structure in the town was built with mud. Isn't that amazing? These buildings had lasted longer than most modern buildings and they were made with just mud. We couldn't believe
3: it. Our tour guide laughed and said, (laughs) You guys are amazed? Wait till you see the cave! It is the first building that was ever constructed in this town, where the founders of this town lived, and there are even carvings on the walls created with extremely long fingernails of these founders. They put themselves on the wall so they'd live forever, and rumor has it that they still live until this day. Some of them still live in this city, and they may be watching us right now as we speak. The instant the tour guide said this, I felt a very cold chill
2: run through my spine, accompanied by a presence. It was almost like someone was watching me. I looked around and wondered if my parents had followed the bus to New Princeton. But everyone seemed to be conducting their normal businesses, and my parents were nowhere to be found. I followed the crowd towards the cave, and as we were about to enter, a very old, dirty-looking woman ran to me and screamed, My daughter,
4: you're back. I knew you'd come back. I've missed you. The old
2: woman tried to hug me, but the tour guide quickly pulled me from her hands.
3: Be careful, Lizzie. Some of the people here are psycho. Don't let anyone touch you. And with that, we entered the cave. First of all, our tour guide started I'd like to show you all the walls of time, filled with carvings that are almost 1,000 years old. Rumor has it that as long as the drawings of the Founders are carved into this magical cave, the Founders and anyone born of their blood can never die. Only someone from the family of the Founders can remove a carving from this wall. But you know what the catch is? What? What? Everyone echoed. Whoever removes a carving dies alongside the person whose picture he removes. Oh. Oh!
2: Everyone echoed at once. At this point, I was bored, freaking scared, and I wanted to go back home. Of course, I was supposed to be something of a chaperone, but wouldn't it be fun to disappear for a few minutes and give these kids the scare of their lives? I smiled. I snuck off alone and mistakenly wandered into a massive section of the cave. After taking one glance, I knew I had beat the excursion to the Walls of Time. That tour guide definitely didn't use shortcuts. The carvings looked so lifelike. It felt like they were real people. Wow, I thought. These founders were really artists. Suddenly, all of the eyes in the carvings turned towards me and started calling my name in unison.
4: Elizabeth, welcome back. Come with us.
2: Hands stretched out from these carvings and extended towards me. I tried my best to dodge them and I was succeeding until one particular hand stretched and kept stretching until a whole body came out. An actual person came out from the carving and this person looked exactly like me, like a twin sister or doppelganger. She smiled. How do you know my name? I asked. How do you know my? She replied. Your name is Elizabeth? How do I know your name? Why do you look exactly like me? I screamed.
4: Come with me and I'll show you everything you need to know. I'll give you gifts that your current gifts won't be able to hold a candle to, and I'll make you live forever."
2: She stretched her hands and helped me stand up. I was about to enter the wall with her when my parents appeared out of thin air. They sprayed purple smoke and all the hands went inside, including the woman who came out. They grabbed me and threw a black smoke on the floor, which made us start disappearing. As our bodies disappeared, I heard Elizabeth shouting, Wait! No! We appeared in a living room in a new city. All our things were there. My parents went about their day like nothing happened.
4: We've moved. We called your school and told them that we had to pick you up so you don't have anything to worry about. Nobody is looking for you. Are you hungry? I made spaghetti and meatballs.
2: My mom smiled at me. Am I hungry? We literally just vanished, and there were hands out of the walls, and black smoke, and purple smoke, and someone named Elizabeth that looked like me, and,
4: and... I couldn't
2: put my words together.
4: You'll need a full stomach to hear this,
2: my mom replied, handing me a plate of spaghetti and meatballs. My mom explained that the lady I met was my grandmother, and she was still alive. She told me that every single person carved in that cave was alive. She said that her and my dad are direct descendants of the founding families in New Princeton. They are all blessed with special gifts and could do things that normal humans could never dream of doing. Two of the founding families hated each other passionately, and my mom and dad were from these two separate clans. Their parents didn't let them get married, so they ran away and got married in another town. My grandmother, who is my mom's mom, was also my mom's best friend, and my mom told her everything, (laughs) thinking that she was on her side. My mother thought that her dad alone was against the marriage. She later realized that her own mother was the one who cursed her with Baroness. For over... 480 years, just so she wouldn't give birth to someone with the blood of my dad's family. She stopped communicating with her after that and started changing cities because her mother was still looking for her. She healed herself and was able to give birth to me, and her mother has been looking for a way to kill me ever since. Why did you give me your name then?
3: I asked my parents. We named you Elizabeth because of how alike you are to her. Same face, body, behavior, everything. My dad replied. Also, because your mom still loves her, and she hopes that her mom will eventually stop trying to kill you when she sees that you not only bear her name, but are a carbon copy of her in every aspect. Unfortunately, that isn't working. She obviously still wants to kill you because she's trying to take you into that cave wall, knowing that even your immortality can't survive the powers of that magic wall.
2: She can't find us here? I asked, scared. For now, (laughs) my mom replied. Wow, this is crazy. ''So, how old are you guys?'' I asked,
3: curious. ''Your mom and I are 500 years old each.'' (laughs) He said,
2: smiling. ''What?''